You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, this is Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Farah Laurent on with us, who is an international nurse coach. Uh, Farah, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here on the show. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to, to hear about this. So why don't you uh, start out by telling us uh, a little bit about you as a nurse uh, to get started? Sure. So in a nutshell, I started my career in Canada. And um, I always tell this story. I, I started uh, in the ER, but my clinical instructor actually had told me that I would never be an ER nurse because I was too unorganized. And she said, that'll never happen. So she literally like looked at me and laughed in my face. And I thought, oh my goodness, like, how could she say that? She's an educator. She's supposed to support me. So of course, in my head, I was like, all right, well, watch me, lady. I will be an ER nurse and I'm going to be a badass ER nurse. That's what I always say. So I actually um, got hired as a nursing student in my last rotation in the ER and um, before I even graduated. So I always tell that story to you know empower nursing students to really follow their dreams and their passion. So that's how I got into the ER. It was a trauma center in Canada. And then I transitioned to the US um, to pursue travel nursing. So I did that for a couple of years. I worked in various places in New York City, um, you know, because I wanted to leave my small, you know, small city in Canada. So I, of course, went to, to New York City. <laughs> the biggest city <laughs> that you could possibly exactly. find. <laughs> that I can think of, right? Um, so I, I was like, I'm out of here. So I went and um, pursued, again, travel nursing in the ER. And I absolutely loved it. And as uh, a nurse in the ER, I always naturally fell into the educator role, uh, coaching, precepting, even helping people with like their resumes and um, cover letters for other things. And I always connected very well with all the nurses. So I thought, well, Education would be an interesting role. So I pursued my master's in education, became an educator. But again, that road wasn't easy either. I wanted to become an ER educator. Um, but for some reason, where I was at, they were not giving me that opportunity. And they were passing me up on different roles um, because I think my passion for the ER and advocacy was taken the wrong way. And um, basically my nurse manager said, oh, you, I don't think you have the soft skills to be an educator. I'm like, what? So I was like, all right, so it's time for me to take my talents uh, to South Beach. That's what I always say, like down the street, as LeBron said, right? So I went to another organization where I became an uh, ICU educator for a small unit and um, ortho unit. So that's where I started. And I always say when it rains, it pours because I actually got two positions at the same time to be an educator. I became a clinical instructor for NYU, and I absolutely loved that because I always promised myself that I'd, I would be a clinical instructor and empower nursing students and not tell them that you can't do something, right? I was like, You're, you can do whatever you want. So I absolutely loved that. And then I later, later went into leadership and funny enough, became the director of education. So I went from being told that I didn't have soft skills and I couldn't become an ED educator 
and, and later on became the director of education. So it just goes to show that if you are passionate about something, you know, keep pursuing your goals and go after what you want. So that's what I did. Uh, and then in the midst of all that, I thought, well, I'm always helping other nurses and coaching them and giving them career guidance. So why don't I just open up my own coaching business? So that's how that was born. And I started that in June, uh, June 21, 2021, actually. So that's when I started um, Farah Laurent International Nurse Coach, where I coach nurses. And I absolutely love it. So when you're coaching nurses, are you helping them to find the positions that they want uh, in nursing? Yes. So um, most of my clients are new graduate nurses, but I work with all different nurses, nursing students who are looking to find some guidance and clarity, also new grads transitioning to practice, helping them with, again, career guidance, resumes. But a lot of the work is more into more like mindset and confidence building and really getting into that. Um, and I also help nurses who are, you know, feeling a little burnt out and they just want a change, something exciting, something different. And just recently, um, also helping nurses pursue entrepreneurship. You know, I, I have two clients now um, because I want to show nurses that there are obviously a, a variety of opportunities out there. Um, and entrepreneurship obviously is one of them. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's uh, you know, there's so many opportunities for, for nurses. And I feel like when I, uh, you know, I'm kind of dating myself, but when I got out of nursing school, it was like, med surge <laughs> you know right. that was like the only option you know? right. and and that's the funny thing because they actually some people still have that narrative that oh all nurses have to go to med surge and that's why we have to break you know break that um that narrative and that, that cycle because you know nurses sometimes don't even want to start in the hospital they go to public health or outpatient so we have to normalize that and and really, I think nursing school sometimes are so focused on passing the NCLEX, and sometimes um, they don't get an opportunity to really show them the how broad nursing is and how we can impact um, communities, even globally. We can impact communities. Like there's nurses working for United Nations. Like there's so many like in po health policy. Like there's so many areas of nursing. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's funny because I remember like even 10 years ago, the, our College of Nursing had redesigned the curriculum to promote community nursing and get them into the community and community, but they right. still kept pushing them into med surge when they graduate. And it was just kind of this weird thing. Like, why are we teaching community and pushing them? But um, yeah, so I, and yeah. I think that uh, when I first graduated, it never would have occurred to me uh, to find somebody to help me make decisions for this. So how do you get in front of these new grads and, um, you know, are they more open maybe even to working with somebody when they first graduate? Yeah, so that's an interesting question because I always explain it because some people don't know what a nurse career coach is or they may not know much about what mentorship looks like, you know, informal or formal mentorship. Because when I came out of school, um, I didn't actually have any mentors beside my preceptor. Um, and then later on, I realized, wow, like I can have access to multiple mentors, right? So the way that I look at it and work with them is a lot of them don't see the different opportunities, but some do see it and say, oh, I, I want to I be this type of nurse. 
but I don't know if I can. I don't know if if I am enough, right? It's that self-limiting beliefs. Like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I have the skills. So that's where my services come in because again, like I said, it's a lot of mindset work and confidence because they can pursue any specialty area, especially now, like there's plate, you know, people are desperate for nurses, um, but I don't want them to feel like they have to settle for less or that, you know, that's what they have to do. Like, oh, you know, they get pushed into like, you got to go to med search to get your one year experience. But no, like you don't have to do that. And I, I always joke about it. I'm like, if you love babies and you love the NICU, you have no business working with adults. Like, you know what I mean? So like pursue your specialty area. So I almost feel like I am today, like this nurse career coach that I am today is what I needed back then when I was a new nurse and I didn't have that. Um, so that's kind of how I, I put it to them. And we work together through, you know, finding out what it is they really want to do and and having a clear path and roadmap to how they can get there. So now was there like one day or one moment when you woke up and you're like, you know what, I really need to put this into a business uh, and, and sell this to people as opposed to just doing it for free in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that, that's, a, that's an interesting question. So LinkedIn is a great um, platform. So funny enough, when I first got LinkedIn, I was not really active on LinkedIn. I would just go here and there, look around and get off and not use it much. But as, as I started using it a little bit more, um, I realized, I, I, I saw a couple of people. One particular person, um, her name is Shanae Moray, and she's like a marketing uh, type business type coach. And she had a lot of videos and I started watching her. And I think that's when I shifted my thinking to be like, oh, well, you know, I could really start my own business. Like, why not? Everybody else is doing their own thing. You know, I don't have to stay in the lane of just nursing the traditional role of nursing per se. And I can venture out and do my own thing as, you know, as a nurse entrepreneur. But then I thought in my head, obviously as humans, like, you know, we, things creep up and I'm like, well, I have two kids at the time. I think my kids were like, um, one in like, uh, four or whatever, you know, five. I was, I'm still in a doctoral program, but I was in a doctoral program to get my DNP. And I was also working full time. And I was like, Hmm, I don't know if this is such a good time, but I was like, well, <laughs> if I don't, if I don't do it now, <laughs> When will I do it? And if I can succeed doing it while I'm busy, then I got this, right? And if I don't start it now, I'll never be able to work for myself because I know that it takes time to build a business and to be sustainable. Uh, and it's not going to happen overnight. So I said, well, you know, no better time to start than now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and were you like nervous about it? Did you feel like somebody had to give you permission or like you had to ask somebody to do it or you just went full force into it? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's another good question. So I, you know, of course, naturally I talk a lot. So I was like talking to everybody, right. I was like talking to my mom, you know, talking to my friends, like, do you think I should do this? What do you think I should be? But I was like focusing almost on the wrong things. So I was like obsessing about the name of the business. Like, obviously it's way too long, but it's okay. 
it's already out there, right? But I was like, Farrah Laurent, international nurse coach. I'm like, but it took me forever to get to that name, right? Then I'm like, all right, I need to figure out my brand colors and my logo. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm focusing on the wrong things. Like I should really be focusing on what it is that I'm going to doing, be doing. What's the impact? Like what's the, how am I going to get the money? What's the plan? You know, those bigger concepts, because as nurses, right, I'm like, we can figure out how to put an art line and, you know, save someone's life. But like, when it comes to business, we're not, we don't have that business acumen, because we don't learn it in school. Um, so unless you have a, a background, or um, somebody in your in your family, or someone has a business, you don't really know the way. And even if you know, someone that has a business, every business is different. So you can just take concepts and ideas, but you really have to figure it out on your own. And that's what I had to do. I just watched videos, uh, read things and kind of started putting things together to slowly figure it out. And I think really that's what entrepreneurship is like. And I hope that answered your question. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think it's... Um... It's definitely, you know, because going into a coaching business and I have uh, coached some, you know, uh, nurses that have come out of coaching programs and they're like, oh, I'm going to start a business, but I don't even know where to start. And it it's, uh, you know, like focusing in on a niche is, is one thing. Um, and you chose to start with the, these new graduate nurses. So, uh, I mean, how did you know that they would pay for your services? So I basically started speaking to them, um, you know, messaging them on, on LinkedIn, um, getting on different calls with them and really finding out, you know, their their areas, like their pain points, as we say, right? Like, what is it that they're really struggling with and would they be willing to um, to pay for a service like this? So to, to see if this was feasible. So, you know, they did. They said, yes, they would. Um and that's kind of how I started. And the funny thing is, I think nurses in general have a very difficult time asking for money or asking for more. So pricing was a problem for me. And I think it is for many new entrepreneurs because they're not sure how to price. Obviously, I did my research and looked at other coaches and things like that. But then, you know, you start again, the self-limiting beliefs or the, the negative thoughts start creeping in. Oh, are they going to pay for that? Maybe it's too high. I don't know. Should I set it at this? Like, maybe I'm not going to get enough clients, right? So you go through this back and forth until you just settle on something and then, you know, just see, is it working? And you just adjust as you go. So that's kind of what I did and just started slowly increasing my pricing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm laughing because I, you know, I totally can relate to that. It's, you know, like when you, I remember the first time somebody ever paid me any money, like I felt so guilty. Like I wanted to give them their money back and, you know, like tell them to go, you know, no, we'll just do it for free. Don't pay me. You know, it just, it was a huge mindset. Uh, and then after the money starts coming in, you're like, I can get used to this. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I think also setting boundaries is, um, oh God, yes, is important for me because I think as nurses, we're naturally just always wanting to help people. And, you know, sometimes I would set my coaching calls or even my consultation calls to like, oh, 30 minutes or now it's 15. But it's like you, you find out that it keeps going on and on and on. I'm like, all right, I got to stop this, like, and, right. and set 
boundaries because we just can't continue to give things for free or continue on. Yeah. So- yeah. Cause that, that scope creep gets really intense. And I did that early on as well. And my team was doing that cause they, they have one-on-one calls and, you know, one of my, my team members is like, Oh, you know, I, I gave my phone number out and people are texting me at 12 o'clock at night. And I'm like, yeah, wait, no, please don't do that. <laughs> you only give out booking links. I know it's easy. And you're like, Oh, just text me anytime. And, but they will, they'll text you anytime. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that boundary piece, I think I'm still working on um, to make sure that, you know, when the call is over, it's over and things like that. But I naturally always, you know, like want to follow up, you know, with my clients, see how things are going. And um, because some of them do come back. Right. Uh, so it's important to build that relationship uh, with your clients because and and I think that's what it is. Um, sometimes they become so comfortable uh, and then, you know, you just have to set those professional boundaries. So it's definitely, um, you know, something to, to think about. Right. Absolutely. Um, all right. And then you also do speaking. Yeah. So I actually just started, um, you know, I kind of in the, in the last quarter, like, you know, in the winter, I thought, you know, I would really like to start speaking because it's something that I enjoy. And when I was an educator, um, I used to do corporate training for orientation. Um, so I would do different sessions and sometimes, and I would do preceptor uh, courses as well in workshops, which was all day. And sometimes I would have orientations of t- up to like a hundred or more nurses. And I, I realized after doing it so much, I started getting better and better, better at speaking. And I had like, I had them laughing and like, And I was like, oh, this is fun. Like this whole speaking thing is fun. And I was like, you can still educate and entertain and keep them engaged. And then I thought there's a need for, um, you know, because sometimes you go to speaking engagements and it's like super boring. And I'm like, (laughs) I can make this fun. Like, right. And I'm so, um, so that's why I decided. And I actually had two speaking engagements one in New York City for the nursing convention. So um, that was held um, in February, early February. And then I, I was invited to Atlantic City, New Jersey, where I, ha- I had another speaking engagement there for a nursing convention for New Jersey State. Uh, that was a lot bigger. You know, it's nurses, uh, nursing students from um, the whole state. And then I'm going to have another speaking engagement in August, which is for the NNBA, the National Nurses and Business Association in Las Vegas, August 3rd uh, to 4th. So I'm super excited about that conference. Um, and and I'm so grateful to be a member of the NNBA because uh, the president, Michelle, is doing a lot for nurses. And I think it's a good community to really help grow um, as, as a nursepreneur or nurses looking to get into business. Right. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so what's kind of your big vision for the company or even small vision? Sometimes I say that people are like, oh, you know, <laughs> like it could be big, small, whatever. <laughs> what your right, vision? Right. So honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm somebody who's super passionate and like excited about things. And I'm always full of different ideas. And sometimes I think people are like, you're doing too much, right? But I think that's the beauty about nursing and business because you could you could do so many things and just um, 
you know, pivot into whatever you wanted it, want it to be. But obviously, you know, I have small kids. Um, so I, I want to do something that's going to create a bigger impact. So I think speaking is, is one big thing that I want to speak internationally because I, I even have followers, um, from all over, you know, followers from the UK, from uh, Africa, Australia, like people from all over. And I think nursing is nursing is nursing, right? It doesn't matter. Globally, there are different issues, but I also want to bring a more positive aspect to nursing, not saying that nursing is negative, but obviously it's as humans, it's always easy to talk about the negative things uh, and to highlight the negative things in nursing. But I typically try to bring a more positive spin into these are the different career paths or this is, you know, more of an educational thing and, and more career guidance. So speaking is one. Hopefully, you know, well, not hopefully, when I do scale the business, because I was talking about mindset, when I do scale <laughs> the business, I want, I want to be not just the sole primary coach, um, but I would like to onboard and have a team of coaches. Um, so that's one. And then I would like to also get into corporate training and start training for leadership. So I thought about that for a while recently because obviously in nursing, there are issues with leadership. We talk about staffing. We talk about, um, you know, why nurses leave with retention and things like that. And one, obviously, as we know, one of the biggest issues is because of poor leadership and obviously different organizational um you know, because they want to be profitable. So I get that. But leadership is one of the main things um, of why nurses leave. And sometimes it's just unit focus. It's not just maybe, you know, the the CNO or the C-suite might be okay, but maybe it's just on a particular unit that leader was not trained because the majority of leadership, I'm sorry to say, they don't train nursing leadership well. And I've experienced it myself. And to me, leadership is a specialty. It's like taking somebody out of med surge, putting them in critical care and say, all right, here is your new job, figure it out. Right. <laughs> and I feel like that's what leadership is like, um, but it's a specialty. And if we start looking at it like a specialty and start standardizing um, training and education and developing them, then they won't be become, I guess, I don't want to say like inadequate in their skills, but it's almost, that's what it is. They're not. And I felt like, I feel like it's like a sandwich effect. Like they don't get the training they want or they need. They don't get the support they need. They're expected to figure it out on their own. And then there's these high expectations. And then now they have nurses that are going to them and saying, well, there's these issues. And it's like, they're stuck in the middle and they're not sure how to lead. Um, and I know that's a lot, but I, I, so I have six board certifications and I, I say I'm a certified badass, right? But <laughs> um, I'm, I have certifications in uh, leadership, education, patient experience, and in emergency medicine. But I feel like my background, I have a lot of different experiences. I've worked in Canada, worked in the U.S., worked at various organizations. I think I have enough in my toolkit 
to really understand what it is that they need. So I, I hope to create some sort of corporate training where I can start, you know, going to different organizations and training their leaders, because I honestly think they don't get an, enough professional development um, and they need it. Right. You know, no, it, it's so yeah. true. It's so powerful because that is something that is is been ignored for so long because they'll just tap you on the shoulder and like, you're the new nurse manager. And how many nurse manager? What is the turnover rate? They don't even measure it because it's so awful. Um, and you're right. It should be treated like a specialty. And, and uh, the fact that, you know, our hospital has 200 nurse managers and there is no standardized onboarding process for it. It's just here, figure it out. I mean, that's, that's crap. One of the things that I learned yeah. long ago, which I, it never occurred to me, you know, cause I always thought that, you know, leaders are just, you know, you're either a good leader or you're not. No, that's not true. Like you learn how to be a leader. It's a skill set that you learn. It's a, it comes from reading and understanding and, and going through like, uh, you know, being in situations and, and growing from it. And if you don't do it and you don't get the, the experience that you need, you're screwed. <laughs> right. And, and, and you said something very important. They they have to want to be in leadership, right? A mm -hmm. lot of times, like you said, hey, uh, you're going to be charging nurse today. Hey, you're going to be, okay, you, you want to be the nurse manager? Okay. And it's Sounds like, good. Yeah, I'll take the extra money, sure. <laughs> right. But it's like, do they truly want to go into leadership? Um, so that's the other thing. And, you know, I think we just need to to fix the the root. I mean, there's it's multifactorial, but one of the root causes is this lack of training and support for leaders, because right. if they're not supported and, 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 and trained well, then that's what's happening to the frontline nurses and, you know, and then need to know how to advocate and things like that. So that's something right. that I really want to work on because I think it's, it's truly needed. Right. Um, yeah, we actually have, uh, you know, like I I teach um, at my local university. I'm a, the program director for a leadership program. And, you know, the nurses will tell me, oh, you know, I worked 60 hours as, as the nurse manager. And I'm like, you know, why? And they're like, well, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. And I'm like, okay, but what you're doing is enabling a system that's using you as a as two full-time FTEs, right? You're, you're two people mm -hmm. getting paid as one person doing the job of two people. And I said, your action negates any thinking. If you're doing, you're not thinking. And if you're not thinking, you're not leading. So it, it's this vicious cycle of, <laughs> you know, just craziness. Right. And, and, and this is the thing about, again, back to boundaries. I think nurses have difficulty setting boundaries and they're almost made to feel, which is a toxic culture to be like, oh, you don't want to pick up that overtime? Well, if you don't pick it up, we don't have anybody to work. Well, that's not my problem, right? Yeah. You need to hire more nurses. But it's because nurses have been doing it for so long because they feel like, well, the patients need to be taken care of. If I don't do it, who will? And then it's just grown. And it's not the nurse's fault, right? It's just, but we have to teach nurses how to set boundaries and and all this. And this is where I see that there's been some action with, you know, nurses striking and things like that. But I mean, yeah. So I, I think there's so many opportunities for growth in business, but definitely I think leadership and corporate training is, I, I never thought about it before until recently, but I think there's a, a true need for it. And maybe I think some organizations just don't know what to do now because it's just 
spiraled kind of out of control. Yep. Um, so I don't know if I could hopefully create or I, I will create maybe um, almost like a, a a program that's online and also do like a workshop type thing like corporate training. So because I think it needs to be standardized. Um, yeah. yeah, I love it. Uh, all right, Farah. Well, um, how if it, you know, I know people are going to want to get in touch with you after listening to this. So where do people go and how do they get in touch with you? Sure. So um, I actually just launched my website April 7th. So I know it's gorgeous. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's uh it's nurse Farah. So it's F A R A H dot com. And I'm active mainly on LinkedIn. So you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm also on Instagram, still trying to figure out how to work that. And on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> and I also stream to YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and you type in the nursing dose with Farah that's my LinkedIn live show. You'll see all my streams. Or if you go to my website and just hit the um, the YouTube link, it'll take you right to all the streams. Um, and then you can also email me at farah at nursefarah.com. Or like I said, just go to the website um, and you, you can contact me there. Awesome. Well, Farah, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. And I feel like I could have talked to you for for me. <laughs> Maybe we'll just have to have you back on for session two, three, and four. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. And thank you for all that you do for, for nursing. This is Katie Harris saying thanks for listening. Remember, if you're a nurse who is ready to start this type of business that you heard about here today on this podcast or any other idea that is burning a fire inside of you, let's talk it out. Click the link inside the show notes to schedule your private discovery call with my team. No sales. This call is just to determine what your idea is and if we can help. Until next time, keep making your impact, nursepreneurs.